It's a big yomtif. I'm going to just mention it's a yotzeit of Rabbi Yankel Hecht. Give you Huda. Rabbi Yeshia Hecht. On today's 29th yotzeit, maybe she should help. His habits in his balabasta. She should have a full shleima. Manachim v'shamer zayin zeicha zayin zenzich. Mit nerev min degula shleima to be reunited with her husband. Chava bas. Anybody remember? Estaleya. Lerich hashem v'shonim. Chamishos v'yav is a big day by the Rebbe, of course. Uh, there's so many different things about Chamisha Asabiyav. But one thing is for sure. Chamisha Asabiyav means that Tishabav is over. Tishabav is finished. Finished. Over. Now the Maisazei. <laughs> We're so easily placated. Yeah? Okay, Tishabav is arrived. Now you can take kids on water trips. You don't have to worry about the uh, accidents. Oh, but where's the Giyula? You know, the Iker Chosam and Asafir. But somehow, in the life of a Yid and in the world of the Rebbe, there's a space for a of a shape. On the one hand, the Admosa is even more than it was a week ago, not less. And on the other hand, we're going now towards Chedesh Sharachmim and to a good Yod, Mitzah Hashem, Tanaya Yod, Hei Tov Shin Pei. As the Gemara says, Tochel Shono Vekilu Leiseha, Vetochel Shono Bicheseha. The year and its colors, the opposite of Bracha, should pass. And we should have a new year full of brachas, tochel metaches, full of brachas. Um, in the point of Shavelt and Chamisha also, they say it's begimat. I said it yesterday, and someone actually did the math, and it works. Is begimat the ksiva v'chasim atoyver? Chamisha also yov the gimat ksiva v'chasim atoyver. So we're already going towards good tzayit, towards cooler weather, <laughs> and towards the vitn of Elul, and to chedesh arachma v'asliches. And Chedesh HaKeshben, and Chedesh HaTshuva, and of course, above all else, the Chedesh HaMelod HaSodim. So the Ebishu should bless us all. We should have smart children, we should have health, we should have Tanasu, we should have Nachas, we should have Shalom. And we should have the Geula Shleima, but they need a Vanigman. And we should miss the Geula. We should want the Geula, and somehow not go crazy. That's the... If you really want it, that's the sugar. If you don't go with sugar, it's the same you don't really want it. There's, some, there's a space where those two are coexistent. I don't know exactly how you find that space, but that's the avoid that the devil wants from us. Now it's Erev Shabbos, and Erev Shabbos, I learned a mindset, with Hashem's help. And um, last week, we learned a mindset from Tavshin Yudala from 1951, because there is no mindset from Tavshin Lamites, 1979, which is our year. So we learned the mindset, Alpayim Shon Kovatel. What you don't know is that for me, that was a Chagasiyum. Because I learned every single Maimir from Tafshin Yud Aleph and I put them up on my site. So this is from Tafshin Yud Beis. This is the next year. Chamisha um, Kinyonim. From the year 1952, Tafshin Yud Beis, I have five to catch up. I'm not going to do them all this year. I'm hoping to do this one and the next one. The Rebbe said to my mother in a row with the same Maimir. Chamisha Kinyonim. Kona Kodesh Baruch One he said, Shabbos Mavarchim Sivan, as you see. And the second one he said, I think Matzah Shavuos, or Erev Shavuos, Leil Tikin, Leil Shavuos, whatever it is. There's, a, there's two Maimorim, Chamishak and Yoram, that are very, very similar. It's a very Yishmaka Maimed, actually. It's a nice Maimed. It's a nice Maimed. The Maimed talks about many different things, but the majority of the Maimed talks about Torah. It talks about Torah. Okay? What can I say by way of introduction? You know, I want to learn the Maimed. I'm going to learn the Maimed in order. I didn't even number it. This is an oversight. I didn't number it. It was a bit of a, a batlonus. I forgot to before I copied it. Um, if I had to give this Maimed a, a brief introduction, the introduction to this Maimed would be that it says in Medrash, and it's brought to this Maimed twice, that Ashabora lekim lases nesakim. But the Abishta created his world, Ashabara Lakid, that the Abishta created. And then there's an extra word, Lasis, to do. Right? And the Vayakhulu, which is saying Kiddish on Friday night, he Shabbat Alakim, and then you say Lasis. The word Lasis is redundant. The word Lasis is extra to do. What do you have to do? So the Chazal say the word Lasis letakin. That the world that the Abishta created needs a correction. As the Rebbe says in this Bible, by itself it's not perfect, it needs a correction. Who creates the correction? We do, Yidin do. And one of the signoinim for this process of Yidin coming into this world to correct the world
world on behalf of the Abish that is called Kenyan. Kenyan. Acquisition. The world always belongs to the Abishtah. As we know, the world always belongs to the Abishtah. So even though the world already belongs to the Abishtah, there's a process by which we correct it and we give it to the Abishtah in a king that the Abishtah should acquire it. And of course, the point is, before the Abishtah acquired it, it belonged to him, but it wasn't compatible with him. It was not consistent with his will and his vision and his idea. And when you make a Kenyan in the Abishtah's world, you take something from the world and correct it, and then you give it to the Abishtah for the Abishtah to acquire it as the Abishtah would like Kenyan. So what you have is a Yid is doing work for the Abishtah, and the end of the work that the Yidin is doing for the Abishtah is how our Maimah begins. There's five Kenyan, five acquisitions, five things that the Abishtah takes, the Abishtah acquires in his world, but the Rebbe is making it very clear that Hashem doesn't take the king and you let out already. Hashem the king by himself. Because if the Abish is taking the king by himself, he shouldn't bother taking it. It's his already. So the dirk of Hamisha Kinyonim is before the Abish took it, it belonged to him. If it already belongs to him, why do you need to take it? And the answer is because as he made it, it's not perfect. And he wants us to perfect it and we should, we should bring it to him. And he should take it from us in a way of perfect. And that's the word of now I'm just going to tell you this up front. Ladies do not say Kiddush Levana. So it's very hard for me to quote Kiddush Levana. I mean, guys say Kiddush Levana once a Kiddush. One of the few things that women don't do is say Kiddush Levana. In the Kiddush Levana, there's a tefillah that says like this: Baruch Eisech, Baruch Yitzech, Baruch Beirech, Baruch Kenyan. Shem Shani Reke Teneg Dach Veni Yochel Legei Abach. So you start like this. Baruch Eisech, blessed is your actions. Baruch Eisech, blessed is your formation. Baruch Beirich, blessed is your bria, your creation. Baruch Kainer, blessed is your acquisition, your key. So Eisech is Asiya, that's obvious. Yitzech is Yitzira, that's also obvious. Baireich is Bria, that's also obvious. So by association, Kenyan has to be a Tzitz. Since you say Baruch Eisech, which is a Siyah, Yitzech, which is a Tzitz, Baireich, which is Bria, Kenyan is a Tzitz. So this leads to another Indian in Hasidus, which is really not discussed explicitly in this Maimed, but it is discussed implicitly in this Maimed. And that is, you learn in Hasidus, that when you serve Hashem, you do a lot of work. But it is humanly impossible to achieve perfection. It's humanly impossible, or it is humanly impossible to achieve perfection beyond what is human perfection. So you bring things till the precipice, till the horizon, till the end that separates between Bria and Atsilos, and then you have to have a Kenyan to pull it into Atsilos. You understand? So you, we do all the work, and we bring it till the edge, but into Atsilos we cannot bring it. Because Atzilus is called in Hasidus, from the top down, and then the Ibishta raises it up into Atzilus. So the idea, I'm going to repeat again what I said, the whole world already belongs to the Ibishta. But the way the Ibishta world, the world is not perfect, and we need to perfect it. And when we finish perfecting it, we give him his world that's already his, on a perfect state, it's called Kinyan, but there's actually two steps in this Kinyan. What are the two steps in this Kenyan? The two steps in this Kenyan is bringing it to Latsilus, which is what we do, and then having Latsilus raise it into itself. Do you understand so far? Do you understand so far what I said? Yeah. I started off by saying that even though everything is the Abish, that the world is not perfect, we have to perfect it. And when we give it to Abish, it's called Kenyan. That's point one. And the second thing I said is that we bring it till the edge of Latsilus with our own efforts. And then the Abishta pulls it into Atsilas, which is the idea of king. Okay? But there's a third thing. And you know what that third thing is? That in order for us to perfect the Abishta's world and bring it to the edge of Atsilas, to the border, and the Abishta should raise it into Atsilas, which is called Kenyan, Hashem has to give us a Koyak first. In other words, first Hashem gives us a Koyak, then we do the work, and then the Abishta culminates our work. The Koyach that the Abishta gives us. So we should be able to do the work. 
to bring this world to a virtual state of Kenya so that the Abishta could make it into an actual state of Kenya. You know what that's called? It's called Kenya. So there's a Kenyan before, and there's a work in the middle, and there's a Kenyan after. That's the design of this mind. Everything belongs to the Abishta, yet we need to fix it. And the process of fixing it has three steps. Number one, Hashem gives us a Kayak. Number two, we use that Kayak to raise up what the Abishta gave us till as high as we can possibly take it. And number three, the Abishta raises it into Atsilis. And there's going to be two different ways, if I understand correctly, two different ways that the three points that I just mentioned are going to be presented in this mind. The day that Hashem gives the Koyach is number one. We do work as number two. And that Hashem perfects our work is number three is going to be presented in this mind in two different ways. The first way is going to be represented by the word Kenyan, we're going to have a shtickle nigla. In this moment, the Rebbe is going to go very nigla on us. And the second is going to be Torah. The second is going to be Torah. The Rebbe is going to explain Torah. Number one, Torah gives a kayak. Number two, the Torah needs to lift it up. And number three, after it's lifted up, the Torah lifts itself up. Okay, that's how this moment is going to flow. So let's begin to read inside. Okay, Chamisha, Kenyanim, Konak, Azbach, it's a picky others. There are five acquisitions that Hashem acquires in His world. Teireh Kinyan Echad, Teireh is one acquisition. Shemaim Ve'orav Kinyan Echad, Heaven Earth of the second Kinyan. Avram Kinyan Echad, Avram Avinu was the third acquisition. Yisrael Kinyan Echad, the Jewish people are the fourth Kinyan. And Beis HaMikdash Kinyan Echad, the fifth Kinyan is Beis HaMikdash. And if you know the Pichy Avis, the mission then repeats again. Teireh Kinyan Echad, Shenemar, it brings a Pasuk or two or three. Shemaim Ve'orav Kinyan Echad, Shenemar. Avram Kinyanechat Shenemar, Yisrael Kinyanechat Shenemar, and Beisamikdash Kinyanechat Shenemar. The Rebbe Hasichis of why everything is repeated in so many words. So now, Hine. Hapirosh HaPoshet B'maymen Azal Zer. When you say that there's five things Hashem acquires in His world, which is silly, everything belongs to Him. So the simple pshat is, Sheyash Ba'ilum Chamisha Dvorim. There are five specific things, Shechashuv Emeis L'Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they're more important to Him than everything else. And because they're important, they're called his ownership. He really owns everything, including the garbage. But there are Hamisha Kinyan, five very prominent things. Which shows on the great prominence and importance by a person that by a human being he would give money, right? To acquire something, you have to pay for it. There are five things that are so precious that Akadish Baruch is to pay for them. And then the Rebbe says, seven lines into the Maimed, please. The list of five is chronological. The first is Torah, because Torah is 2,000 years before the world. The second is Shamayim Ba'aretz, it's the beginning of creation. The third is Avraham Avinu, the fourth is the Jewish people, and the fifth is the Beis Hamikdash, because that's the chronology. Torah comes before the world, then comes the world itself, then comes Avraham, then comes Yidin, and then comes Beis Hamikdash. Okay, V'tzadach L'Havim. Second half of the first paragraph by the number Aleph. V'tzadach L'Havim. The Mamma has four questions. The simple meaning of this Mishnah is that there are five things that are important. Yeah? So the word Kenyan does not connote to acquire because everything belongs to him. No. So if everything belongs to him, he doesn't have to acquire it. So Kenyan means prominent, important. So the, the Mishnah should say, Chamisha Kinyanim Yesh There are five important things that Hashem possesses. Laheirus Achashivusa, which indicates that they're important. The word Chamisha Kinyanim Kona, that there are five important things that Hashem has to actually take. How could you tell someone to take what's already is? If you have many, many possessions, and there are some that are more important, you'll call them Kinyan. My possessions of value. But you're not going to say you bought them, they're yours already. But by the Abish says, Hamisha Kinyan, there are five things that are important. And it adds the word Kana. How can Hashem acquire what's already his? Number base, six lines at the end of the first paragraph. Gam Tzadach Lav, and the second question is, Maho Emre, Hamisha Kinyan, did these five acquisitions take place in the Abish's world? It's all his. Yeah, this word is explicitly alone. Well, but Yehis, today they move in. The third question is, one of the five Kinyanin is Shmaim Baritz. 
The kivan shechashu b'neim shmaim ba'adas heaven and earth shem kol shalom, which is the whole world. No, if the Abish that acquired the whole world, what does it mean by Allah? The Abish that acquired one of his five kingdoms, heaven and earth, in his world, heaven and earth are included in the world. And the last question is second line from the end of the first paragraph on page eight, page gimel gamal diyek ba'elam moy with an extra vav. It doesn't only say Hashem acquires them in the world; Hashem acquires them in his world. Four questions. Now, Rabbi Isai, in the next five lines, the Rebbe is going to answer all four questions in one swipe, like a domino effect. The Rebbe is giving us the answers right away. The basic question is, how could David acquire something that is already his? What does it mean that he's taking it in his world? The five acquisitions, that's called Baruch is in his world. Why does it mean in his world, a perfect world? And as I told it to you before, it means the world on the level of Aksinah. What kind of world should be called Hashem's world, the kind of world? There's no possibility for a person to make a mistake. That there are two separate domains. The mother speaks about the idea that there's two possessed, two worlds. The upper half of the person belongs to God, and the lower half of the person belongs to the devil. That's how it is done. So Ayyamai means a world where there is no possibility for the to entertain, to contemplate, to think. Or by the idea of shlius, as if there's two domains. So Hamisha, there's a world that already exists. And the Lebish is gonna take it. He's gonna take the world already existent and make it his. What's going to change? Before he takes it, it's his. But people could make a mistake and say he's not a balabos. Not a complete balabos. Not an exclusive balabos. But Chamisha Kinyanim Konak of the Baruch of means the world that he already created is going to acquire and bring it into a space which is all about humanity. Turn the page. Ela Elam Shemikebe, a world in which you can see Shehulam Yishamakad is Baruch of Abish's world. So they have to be raised up into his world. They have to be changed from being in a reality where you could contemplate shields, duplicity, duality, into a world of Astros. And this requires a chinyin, an acquisition, to bring it into into the world of HaKadosh Baruch. See, we answer the questions. We answer the questions. How could you take something that's already yours? And the answer is because the way it is, it's not necessarily perfect. And through effort you're going to perfect it, perfect it, and bring it into a safer space, into a better space. That's why it says, Hamisha Kanyanim He's taking what's already his, and it says, And it also explains Shemaim Ba'aretz. Because when it says Shemaim Ba'aretz, it doesn't mean the heaven and earth. It means a heaven and an earth where the Eishto wants heaven and So we really answered all of the questions. So the Rebbe now says, Let me explain this. So the Rebbe gives us a whole situation about Kinyan. Now this goes Kuf Reish Pei Dalet, Reish Pei Hei, and Reish Pei Vav. The next three pages are an expose on Kinyan. Now, a Kinyan is a halachic criteria. A Kinyan is a halachic criteria. Kinyan means taking ownership, acquiring something. But a Kinyan means taking ownership and acquiring something that Torah gives power to. It's not that you and I agree that yesterday this shtida was mine. And today you give me a dollar, and I give you the siddhis, and the siddhis is yours. The Eibishter says it's yours. The Eibishter says it's his, and the Eibishter says it's mine. Hashem gives us a possibility to acquire, called the king, to take possession of So the Rebbe is going to analyze this ph- phenomenon of ownership as it is uh, by, in the world, and how it's understood, al King it, the very phenomenon of acquisition, you're not making anything new. Before I bought this car, the car existed. After I bought this car, it's the same car. What's the difference? It's simply the departure from the domain of the seller to the domain of the buyer. I'm on page Reish Pei Dalit, second paragraph, second line. Reish Pei Dalit, the big paragraph, second line. First, there was a domain of the seller. They are king in, and then by doing an acquisition, becomes the buyer. So a king in means I take something that is and don't change it. I transfer ownership. 
the Gemara the Nimshal for a Kenyan is she Kenyan made it. The denotation of Kenyan Kabbalistically is Shein is half as Chadash. There's no new creation. Yesh making something where nothing was. What's hidden is revealed, and therefore the Rebbe says, "Atzilus of the word Kenyan." You know why? Because Atzilus changes nothing. Before Atzilus is ain't safe. And in Atzilus is ain't safe. But before Atzilus is hidden. And in Atzilus it's revealed. So it's called Kenyan because it's exactly the same thing being transferred from a place to a place. Bria is not Kenyan. Because Bria is Chiddush. Bria is Yeshmeyai. So only Atzilus can be called Kenyan because nothing is being changed from what it was before. It's being transferred from one domain to another domain. That's the concept of Kenyan. Okay, do have a Peter's like it says in Hasid is based on what it says in the city. Baruch Kainik, Baruch Beirik, Baruch Yesik, Baruch Eisik. You see this passage, yeah? This is from the Kiddush Lavana, right? Baruch Eisik. I told it to you backwards. Baruch Eisik, Baruch Yesik, Baruch Beirik, Baruch Kainik. I said it correctly. In the Siddur it says Baruch Eisik, Asiya first, then Yesik, then Beirik, then Kainik. The Rebbe brings it in the reverse order. And he taiches shabedech yeshech veeshech the three worlds of b'yitzir asiya hem neged gimel el mizbiyah go on the three lower worlds hainosha inyan the b'yitzish meyai because in the lower three worlds Hashem is making something which is new it never existed before so you can't simply say key a change of ownership it's a new thing and the Rebbe says you know how new b'yitzir and asiya are it is a possibility for klipa there's a possibility for avedizola and there's a possibility for the thought. That Hashem is not a complete balabayas. That wouldn't be called koyech. That's koyech, yitzchak, and I say, skip three lines. Mashaykin el matzilis. As opposed to the world of atzilis, nikre kinyan. Atzilis is the exact same thing which was higher than atzilis, is now in atzilis, and it's called kinyan. Now, when this minded, we're actually going to be using the word kinyan backwards. You know how? You're raising up what's in Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya into atzilis. The Rebbe is explaining kinyan how you're transferring from Ein Seif to atzilis, it's just changing the shoes. It's not a Kiddush. We're going to talk about it the other way. We raise it from Asiyah to Yetzirah, from Yetzirah to Briah. The transition from Briah to Atzilah is the Yevish to Dawes, and it's called Koinech. Because the world of Atzilah represents the idea of Kiddush. The world of Atzilah is, it's the Yevish to reveal, and nothing more. That's the Pshat. It is a creation that Yevish to make, which is called the Kinyin. There's nothing new about it. They're simply revealing what is hidden. So Kenyan goes on at Silos. Now skip down four lines. You're now eight lines from the bottom of the paragraph. The Kivan is underlined. The Kivan, Chelem at Silos, and his Chachis Dover. Since in Silos, nothing is new. Kim Gilia, Helabavad. At Silos, simply revealing the godliness that before at Silos was hidden. Lochain, Embe, Makam, Matas. And at Silos can make a mistake. You know why? Because at Silos is Gilia, Lachus. In Bri, you can make a small mistake. In Yitzhiri, you can make a big mistake. In Asiyah, you can make such a big mistake that you don't even know you're making a mistake. But in Atzilus, which is all godliness, there's no possibility for a mistake. The world of godliness. Okay? So the Mele Kinyin goes on Atzilus. Why does Kinyin go on Atzilus? Because Kinyin means something that Hashem creates that doesn't change from how it was before He created. Now we go to five lines from the end of the paragraph on page Reish Pei Dalit, and we read our mind. Okay, again, page Reish Pei Dalit, five lines from the end at the end of the line. V'neisif l'asim, says the Rebbe. I just explained to you Kinyin as the Abish that makes a Kinyin. It starts off and ain't safe. And it comes into Atzilus, it's not a Kiddush, it's a Kinyin which goes on Atzilus. But it's a different type of Kinyin. And what's the other type of Kinyin? Which is Gesh Gamp In addition to the Kenyan Natsilos, there's a Kenyan down here. And the Kenyan down here, I guess if you wanted to say philosophically, it would be don't change this world, show what this world really is. Changing the world is based on darkness. Show that this world was always the Abish that we raise up matters of this world. So the simple Kenyan is the creation of Atzilus per se. The Kenyan of our mind is taking things which are by themselves not Atzilus and Atzilus-sizing them. You understand? Making them into Atzilus. There are four things, five things, that exist all the way down here in this world. And the Abishnah wants to make a Kenyan in them. 
In order for these things, should be raised up into the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's to be a Kinyan. And this is what this Maimit is about. This Maimit is not about the concept of Kinyan Atzilus as Hashem creates Atzilus. This Maimit is about things which are naturally not Atzilus. Which are being made into Atzilus. And they're called Chamisha Kinyonim. Five things that by themselves are in the lower world. Hashem raises them up into Atzilus. So the concept of Kinyin is revealing the truth of what something, as the Rebbe says, without really changing it, but specifically taking something which before wasn't the Abishnas, and then making the Abishnas and bringing it into the world of Atzilus. Now, what follows in the next two paragraphs is the first example of what I told you in my introduction. What did I tell you in my introduction? In my introduction, I told you that there's three steps, right? The first step is Hashem gives power, which is called Kenyan. <laughs> the second step that we do work, which is called Tikkun. And the third step that after we finish our Tikkun, He takes what we Tikkun and brings it into Atzilus, which is called again Kenyan. We're going to be learning now the first model of this. And the way it's going to play itself out is going to be the following. You're listening carefully? You're going to have Ahavo, Avoido, Ahavo. Love, work, love. Love, work, love. The love before gives Kayach, the work we do, and then it's followed up by a secondary love. Now I want to, I want to explain to you what's going to happen. Let's read it inside. The Rebbe gives Pashta Hezbet for Nina Nigla the Tate. Love this. The Rebbe takes Nina Loche Gemore and explains it to Pichasidus. How, how things change ownership. There's two ways to acquire something. Meshicha, which means to schlep it into your and kesef, and money. Yeah, if I want to buy from you a bag of potatoes, so there's two things. I have to pay for it, and I have to make it mine. Paying for it is not necessarily the same thing as making it mine. It gets very complicated. The halacha is that metalplin are not nikkins bekesim. You cannot acquire a nechassam sheila b'chayis. That means a movable object by paying for it. You have to make an act of kinyan. Which is why, as you know, when you get married, whenever you have something important, you raise a kerchief, which is called a kinyan Because money does not do it. There's a reason why money doesn't do it. Because they're afraid that I'm going to sell you something. You're going to pay for it. But it's sitting in my house, and cast a shoulder is going to be by me a fire. What's going to be the last thing I'm going to save? Tell me that belongs to you. So the Chachamim they take it out of the person's house for the Kenyan to take place. But this is a debate between Rabbi Yechanan and Ishlakish. Rabbi Yechanan says the truth is you can acquire with money, and the Chachamim said don't. The Ishlakish says no, you can't acquire with money, you have to make a Kenyan Mashiach, a different kind of Kenyan. In other words, there's a Kenyan where you take the physical item and you change it. And there's a Kenyan where you don't touch the item at all, you simply pay with Kesef. Kesef means money. Kesef means silver. And Kesef means love. Nechsef, Nechsef, the Kesef means love. So the Rebbe says, Yesh, Ebeze, Fani, Kenyan, Meshicha, to do an act of acquisition, and Kesef to give him money for it. So in Avoida, Meshicha means to work on changing it, and Kesef, to affect it through love. That's how you touch it. You understand? There's two in Yoni Kenyan, Meshicha, to make a change in it, and Kesef to affect it through love. that if you want to acquire something, you have to physically do an act in it. When you want to take something which belongs to me and make it yours, you have to take it out of my Yeshuah. It becomes yours. I have to pay for it, but the paying for it is the compensation of the seller. It's not the mechanism of acquisition. Second line from the top, and Rabbi Yechonon disagrees. Rabbi you can actually acquire something simple by paying for it. By giving money, it becomes yours. The Chamalong said, nope, boy, Mashiach. You have to do a physical act. Because of reasons that uh, are not important at the moment, I told you because we're afraid. And if you think about it, the Yechon and the Shlokesh are the Tzaddik and the Balchub. So the Balchub said, You want to make something yours? You got to work. 
The Vesh is advice of the yours. Love it. <laughs> in other words, the shitas are consistent with the personalities. The bottom line is, Midrabon, you have to have both. The Sayyid Kuan to Rabbi Yechon, the Sayyid Kuan to the Shlok, you have to have Mashiach and Kesev. You have to work on it and you have to love it. Yeah? The Shah is only which is the Ikid. The Shlok is the Ikid is the work and the love is secondary. And Rabbi Yechon says the love is primary and the work is secondary. Okay? The difference is this. Four lines from the top of page. When I do an act, a physical act of acquisition, the act of acquisition is I physically take it from your shoes and I bring it into my shoes. Now, two lines later it says, I have to take a pay for it. But the money is that what makes it mine. The money makes it, you're not going to sue me to take it back. I take, make it mine by physically removing it from European domain and bringing it to my. Now, let's have to do an action. Mashain came by Kesef, seven lines from the top, as opposed to Gelt. Gelt, Pulos Akinyani, the way you acquire something through money, is Be'even Shalainasa Shum Shinoi Ba'achaifas. You don't even touch the item, you just pay for it. Larvajadan, Gosru Rabbano, and Chainakena Chayimshad. The Chavim say, listen, you're going to pay for something, you don't even see it, you may end up with a dot, may end up with a loss. So you have to do an act to make it physically yours. But according to Shittas Nabiyechadon, the acquisition happens through the money alone. So Meshicha means I want to make something mine, I have to change it. Kesef means I want to make something mine, I gotta love it. Continues the Rebbe by the asterisk. You see the asterisk? It's about nine lines from the top. On page Reish Pehei. The spiritual concept of Hashem taking something which is not His. And making it his. Now, how can Hashem take something that's not his and make it his? Everything belongs to him. And the answer, of course, everything belongs to him. It's just not cooperating. It's clipper. It's not behaving. Hashem making it his means that it should cooperate, should do what the Abishtah wants. So the Rebbe teaches. Regarding the whole world, it's written. And I told this to you in my introduction. Every Abishtah created, he created Lasse. So we should do something with it. In other words, the talking to fix it. Shekol Masha Nivra Everything created in the world, Sarah Tikkun, it needs to be corrected further. The way the world is, it's not perfect, and you have to make it perfect. Go down four lines. Vertical line. Therefore. Sarah Lias in Yanavan. It all belongs to the Abishta, but it doesn't act like it belongs to the Abish. It actually belongs to everyone wants. So you have to do work to change it that it should look like it's his. And you have to do an action to make it his. And one action is called Meshicha, which you do Begufa Chavez, and the item itself. And the other is Kesef, by the Eidish that loving it. Chayim Tzadok Liyasinyan Avoidah, therefore that's to be work. Live for Lakin in that Kaddish Baruch to make the Eidish that an owner. Shekal and Yon Ha'elem, all matters of this world, Yis'al, Elisha Deshavah Kaddish Baruch, which should be raised up and become the Eidish's domain. Okay? Try it. Two lines later, beginning in a line. This idea that taking something which is, so to speak, behaving outside of the Abish's domain and making it in the Abish's domain, there's two ways to do it. What are they? You could do a physical act in the item, which is called Meshicha, or you could pay for it. Taiches the Rebbe, Meshicha Koi, drawing it means. To raise up all the things of the person in this world from the, from an ashus which is not the Avish that is into the Avish. So Mashiach means you're starting off in Asiya and you're working to raise it up from Asiya to Yitzir, from Yitzir to Bria until it sits. Three lines later, the Kesef. Kesef means love. Right? Love until you love. The love that comes from above. In a way which is an arousal of him above. So there's one king which we are doing for the Abishtah. Working in his world to raise it up. And there's another king which the Abishtah does. By loving it, he schlaps it into his world. In these two kinyon, in these two paths. Just like it is physically in business. If you really acquire it through money, and you map it up by raising it up, 
or Shah Kesef Nitan, or the money is given after Shanasa Akiya, the Meshikha through raising. In other words, one way is first you do work, and then there's love. And the other way is this first you love, and then you do work. No, which is true? No, the answer is, and this is me adding words to the Rebbe's Maimir, but I'm calling the writers in the chat. First, the Abish loves, then we do work, and then the Abish loves again. But the two different loves. The first love gives kaya, and the second love culminates. It graduates what we've accomplished through our Avoy. So there's Kesev and then Meshicha, and then there's Meshicha and then Kesev. But it's really not four things, it's three things. There's the Kesev, the Ahava, which brings to the Avoy, which is called Meshicha, and the Meshicha, which brings to Kesev, the work which brings to a secondary love. Next paragraph. The Teretz is like this. Sheba'ahava, kesef, yeshno beizdari. Two kinds of love. There's ahava, zuta, there's a limited love. The avaraban, an infinite love. Now, because of time constraints, turn to page Reish Beivov. I'm going to tell this to you quickly. The lower love means emotions that come from the mind. The lower love is I have a heart that's motivated by my mind. My mind understands, my heart feels. No. If my mind understands and my heart feels, what am I going to feel? Only what I can understand. So it's a limited understanding, it's a limited love. The Rebbe mentions all kinds of things, including the idea of Kibbutz Elikin Lee Taif. I love God because, I, because He's good for me. There's a, there's a subjectivity, there's a selfishness. What's infinite love? Infinite love does not come from the mind. Infinite love comes from the Nishana. They wish to put it into us. Infinite love is above the mind. The infinite love is a gift. So there, there's no bias, there's no subjectivity, and there's no limit. So the Rebbe says there's these two types of love. Huh? There's a love which we create through our mind with all of its limitations and foibles, and the love which Hashem planted in us, which is infinite, and natural, we have to simply reveal. Now go to page Reish, Pevav, seven lines, eight lines from the end of the first paragraph. Okay, that's how you get through a moment in an hour. Huh? Or so. You do selective reading. Ubeis Hadargis. Tell me if you have the place. Tell me the place. Page eight, page First paragraph. It's eight lines from the end at the end of the line. You have the place. Ubeis Hadargis Shabi Ahava. These two levels of love. Ahava Zuta Ahava A limited intellectually based love and an infinite and a soul based love. Shurim and Beis Hayfanim Shabi Kesef. And I wrote the word Umeshikin. I was a bad boy. I added a word to the Bible. The two. The two ideas of love and work. There is Esarusa de Le'ela Shokoidemis Umevia Lesarusa de Le'tata. There's Hashem gives us something as a love to precipitate, to encourage us to do work. It says love comes first and our work comes second. And then there is Vesarusa de Le'ela Shabbat La'achere Valyadei Esarusa de Le'tata. You did work. The end of the work is another love. So we call it for Love, work, work, love, but it's really love, work, love. Hashem gives us love to help us work, that we do the work and then He loves us again. It doesn't mean only loving us, it means loving what we accomplish. Key. The idea that before we do work, Hashem loves us. Parenthesis. Hashem's love for us is before the Mashiach. says the Rebbe, it affects a person. The love which comes before work goes on a limited love. Now, this is hard for me to understand because I would think that the love that comes before work should be coming directly from the Eishter. But that's what the Rebbe says. That the love that comes before work is intellectually based love. I'm thinking... Then that is that a Rusa to which is before this a Rusa to The only thing I'm thinking is that a is an infinite love. But because you didn't deserve it, it's zute, not because it's in a madrega of zute, but because it's an echaz. When you have something you didn't deserve, you don't really have it. But, then you do work. And at the end of your work, the Eivishta graduates, the Eivishta lifts up the work that you did into atzilos, kesef, the love that follows the work, we come to an infinite love. So the Rebbe says, that in Chazal, this is really a machlekes between Yechon and Nishlakish. There's two sedarim, Kesef and then Meshich, or Meshich and then Kesef. And the Rebbe says this is Kesef before Meshich is Abba Zuta, and Kesef, which is after Meshich is Abba Rabba. And the way I'm interpreting it, and I know I'm being bad, but the way I'm interpreting what we just read is that it's not two approaches, it's three steps in a basic approach. First, Hashem loves. 
the Yid HaSakayach, the work. And we finish the work, he loves again. But the second love is much deeper than the first love. Because the second love we earned. We earned at least indirectly because of the work that we did. This is the end of the first half of the month. Questions or comments? Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to tell you briefly. Yeah, just like examples. Like how we the example is, let's speak in, in reality of life. Every person struggles. The struggles that we have are personal. Okay. Right? Some things are difficult for us to do. Some situations are difficult for us to navigate. Yeah? But every person also has peace. At least through hope. Every person has a part of their life which is peaceful. The parts of life that are peaceful are easy for us. So sometimes we go there too often. Because we're lazy. And sometimes we don't go there often enough. We could say, ah, that's not an issue for me. I have to deal with only my struggles. And the lesson is that in order for a person to struggle, he has to visit his peaceful part on a regular basis to give him a kayak to do the struggle that he needs to do. And then he'll achieve a peace from the things that he or she is struggling with. It's a real lesson. I'm saying it only in a few words, but it's a real lesson. Okay? Now, the next half of the mime, the Rebbe is going to repeat this again, the whole patch at one more time, but the model is now going to be Torah. Okay? Torah is going to be used in this mime twice. Remember the Mishnah, right? There are five things that Hashem acquired in this world, and the first one is Torah Kenyan I want to remind you, on the second page of this Maimon, which is page today's Pedalet, the Rebbe gave us two definitions of Kenyan. The first is Kenyan is Atsilas. Huh? The first kind of, uh, Hashem made a world of holiness and peace which has nothing to do with struggle and darkness and challenge and so on. It's called Kenyan. Then there's the second idea of Kenyan to take something which is not in a state of peace and raise it up to be in a state of peace. Correct? So Taira Kenyan Echad is going to be read twice. There is the Torah that's before the struggle, which is a koyach for the struggle. And then there's the Torah which is a part of the struggle. And then there's the Torah which comes after the struggle. So just like we had love, work, love, we're going to have Torah, Torah, Torah. The first Torah is before the creation that gives a koyach for Avaida. The second Torah needs our work and perfection to make it the Meibishtans. And the third Torah is the Meibishtans takes so the same model, this is, why I, this is why I'm explaining the first half of the Maimon the way I just did. That I have a Kesef, Mashiach, Mashiach, Kesef, and not four things, they're really three things. Love, work, love. When I read the second half of the Maimon, I understood this is what the Rebbe meant in the first half of the Maimon. That the first step is Hashem gives a Koya, that's called Taira. The second step is that you have to work, the Taira needs to be worked on. And the third step is that the Taira is a light that graduates our work. Just like you have Ava, Meshicha, Ava, yeah, Torah, Torah, Torah. We know that there are things they wish to acquire in his world, and again, I'm repeating. The first of those ideas is there's a world of Atsilas. The world of Atsilas didn't know there's any struggles. But the second idea is that there's a world where there is a struggle, and you have to work to overcome that struggle and to bring it to a place of peace, place of peace again. The Mishnah says, The first is Teirah. Then is Ba'yele we explained at the beginning of the Mayim. Why is Teirah the first Kenyan? Because comes before the world. Now, Rabbi Isai, two weeks ago, the Mayim we learned was this Mayim. That the world is Teirah, 2,000 years before the world. And what did we explain? At the beginning of the world of the six meters or the seven meters, every mother who has a Bamitzvah Eagle knows this because the husbands have the time to test the Bamitzvah Bachim. So the women are always testing the boys on the Maimit. The Maimit of Bamitzvah is ten times as hard as the Maimit of Chassanin. It's just a fact, a very difficult Maimit. So you know about the idea that the world begins with the Shisha Midas. Alpayim Shana, Kodma, Teirah, the Elam goes on Chabad, Chochmah, and Bina, which is above the world. So Teirah is 2,000 years before the world, between 2,000 Madrids. Four lines from the bottom of the page. When it says in the Mishnah, there are five things that Hashem acquired, and the first is Teira Kinyan Echad. It means to bring the Teira 
Shimibachinus Gimel Amaychen Gimel Rishaynus Godliness, which is above the world Chochma Bina Vadas to bring it by Ulam So now, that's your question, huh? The Torah, which is above the world that we're bringing down into the world needs a correction? Not at all? The Torah, which is above the world which comes into the world is peaceful and perfect it's being introduced to the world that's not consistent with the way we explain Chamisha Kinyanim Kana Kaddish Baruch How did we explain Chamisha Kinyanim Kana Kaddish Baruch That there are five things which are not the Yevishness. And you have to make them the Yevishness. What's the first of those five? Torah. Says the Rebbe, the Torah, which is the first of the five Kinyanim, is from before the world. So what's going to be the answer of side? Because there's three Torahs. Ha! There's the Torah, which is the love that gives a Kayach. There's the Torah, which is the work itself. And the Torah, which is the graduation of the work. This is the first. There's a Torah which comes before the world, which is a Kayach for Abayim. And the Rebbe continues, top of page, Reish Pezayin, V'deo Mamshem Amshech, Shemayim, V'odat Kinyan Echot, until the heaven and earth also become a Kinyan. Shai Dea Torah, so the Torah which is above the world. Nasa HaKinyan, Gavish Mayim, V'odat, the heaven and earth also become Hashem. So we're reading the Mishnah as if we were to say, Chamish, Yechinyan, Mukara, Gavrach, Abayim, and then you would say a second time, because the Torah, which is the love that comes before the Avaidah, and then there's the Torah of the Avaidah itself. Next paragraph, page, reish, page, There's another way to which is, the Torah is one of those things, which is in the world, it comes from the Ibishtis Midis, and the Rebbe gives you a shtikl Kabbalah, and I'm going to do it Balpeh. The Rebbe says, Torah is Avraham is Chesed. And Torah is Gevura. And Yisrael is Tefetz. And Shmaim V'Oret is Yaseh. And Beis Amikdash is Malchus. Don't ask me why, because I'm not going to tell you. But I'll repeat it a second time. Avraham is Chesed. Torah is Gevura. Torah is Gevura. Yisrael is Tefetz. Shmaim V'Oret is Yaseh. And Beis Amikdash is Malchus. The Shaila becomes, why do we connect Taita to Gvura? Next paragraph. We have two interpretations of Taita Kinyanechad. The first interpretation of Taita Kinyanechad is, parenthesis, Taita comes from above the world. It's the law before the work. Because the world begins only from Midas. And then you have Teda is a part of the world. How can they both be true? Is Teda before or during? Is Teda part of the law that helps the world? Or is Teda the work? You know what the answer is? Both. So the Rebbe first says, The Rebbe connects Teda to the idea of Gevur. Now, again, I don't have a lot of time. Gevur means to contract. But contract has two concepts. One concept in contraction is diminution. To make less. A guy is very smart. He knows a lot of stuff. He reduces all of his smartness and his stuff into a few thoughts, into a few sentences. The students are getting much less than he gave. Because they can't get more. But there's another concept in Gavuna. Not to contract, but to condense. To crunch together, to concentrate. When you condense and you crunch together, and you concentrate, you have everything in a drop. Tayyid is Gevura. But Tayyid is Gevura doesn't mean concealment. Tayyid is Gevura means the crunching together the Ain Seif into a Gevur. And the Rebbe connected to our Mishnah. You know what word is used for rain? Rain is connected to Gevura. It's a Loshana Mishnah. There's a connection between rain and gevura. Why? Because rain comes down in drops. If rain came down in a flood, the flow would destroy the world. And the Chazal say no two rainbows, no two flakes of snow look the same. If two would look the same, the world would be destroyed. There's a concentration of broch in a drop. The concentration of broch in a drop affects two things. That you're getting a great concentration but you're getting it in a capsule that you can take. Taylor is the infinite wisdom of the Ebishter available to you and me. Turn the page. Turn to page Reish, 
Peiches. Now let's read the bottom of Reish Peizayim. Last line of Reish Peizayim. The last line of Reish Peizayim. Shegodlo ma'alos l'beyeisa. This is incredibly great. Shegodlo lo'olam had come before the world. Le'yeisa because it is chachmosay uretzeinei shalakadosh baruch hu the wisdom of akadosh baruch hu. In other words, it's infinite. But at the same time, comes all the way down into this world. Like it says in the Gemara, how could the infinity of God come down into a finite world? And the answer is in a capsule. The answer is in a condensed Nekudu. So Tate is called Gevura, but not Lashen Tzimtzum, but Lashen Takvedus. A concentration of blessing into a contained space. Okay, so this is the connection between the idea that Tayyidah is before the world and that Tayyidah is connected to Midas HaGavuda. Now, Peter Gay, okay, Vihine. Now, there's a Tayyidah which comes before the world, which is a Kayak to deal with the world. But then there's a Tayyidah which is a part of the world that needs correction. So, that is going to explain the second idea now, Vihine. Nesef al Hamavu in addition to the aforementioned, Shateira comes before the world and gives the Abishta an ability to acquire his world. The itself needs correction. Now, why, why or why would the Tain itself need correction? For the world? Was it the Tain? I'm sorry. Second paragraph. Third line. Even though Tayyid is God's wisdom and God's will. But I, the one, says the Rebbe, the Tayyid came into this world, became the physical thing. And one of the things that Tayyid does is called Migoy. You know what Migoy means? There are huge discussions in Chazal and in Shukhanarach about how comes to court and he says something. How do you know if he's telling the truth or telling a lie? So one of the methods is to figure out the likelihood of a person lying. And the criteria is, if a person could lie, he would tell the best lie, the most economical lie. If a person says something to defend himself, like for example, I owe you $10. You're claiming I owe you 20. If I was a liar, I would say I owe you nothing. So by saying I owe you 10, I'm actually giving credibility to myself. Because if I was lying, I would say a bigger lie. So the whole Tayyid is, of course, the question becomes why he's made an imam, made a mix of Tayyid each other, because he wants to be gay for Akel, and he doesn't, he's embarrassed uh, to, to deny his whole debt to the, to the Malva, that's why he has to make a shua of what's called made a mix. But that, one of the things that Chazal deal with is getting into the head of a lie. You know? So Tayyid, Hashem, is busy with the thought processes of liars. How enlightening. Look. Says the Rebbe, Tayyidah analyzes claims of Sheikh. One is saying so, and one is saying so. One of them is a liar. Since the came into this world and deals with these kinds of things. So you're busy with what? You're not talking about Hashem. You're not learning, talking about Hashem. When you're learning Taylor, you're talking about liars when you're learning Taylor. Says the Rebbe Yachalias, it's conceivable. When you're learning Taylor on the level of liars, should be Yishalek in the boy. You shouldn't learn it correctly. Your whole argument could be to show the other guy is wrong. You come to a base Hamedish, the Chachamim are talking. Say, what's going on? Oh, Reuven said he's Chayyib. So you, without thinking, say, Potter. Excuse me, what's your proof? Now you come up with all kinds of excuses, but your issue is really not to know the truth. Your issue is to prove him wrong. That's called Lakante. That's not Taylor. How could a person learn Taylor on the level of Lakante? Because since Taylor descends to a world of falsehood, the Taylor itself can be falsified. Oh, yeah, I'll call upon him, or at least, You're learning Taylor not for the sake of the Taylor. I love enough to cut it off, to be called the Rav and so on. So now we have another Taylor. You have to do an act of acquisition. So we have two titus. The title which comes before the world, huh? which gives a koyach for Avoida. It's higher than the world. 
And the Rebbe says it comes into the world of Midas Agvura, but it's a concentration of other things. And then you have the Torah which needs to be redeemed. Because the way Torah comes into the world, we can mislearn it. And the Rebbe says in the next paragraph, this is accomplished in two ways. The first of these two ways is by davening. Abba ben Yaman Ahmed was a Chazal and Zakhda Barakha said he was a Yidden. Abba ben Yaman used to say, I want to daven as soon as I wake up. O Peter Shirashi, Shirashi interprets, I don't want to learn Tater. When I get up in the morning, I to echo the Kishma Vas, but first I want to say Shmanda. Frek Toisve, Subatesis, Hiksha, Loyadaiti Minole, Shasa Libakadi Matril. Who said you're not allowed to live before you daven? Forget. The Chazal say that our Ida Shochas, they're all people, he's do tiknatos. They get up at night, they would mourn for the base of Mikdash, and then they would learn before davening. So Taisa says, How could the Gemara say you have to, the first thing you do is daven? You could learn before davening. So the Rebbe says it's both true. Ideally, you could learn before davening. Practically, you don't want to. Taisa says, Right. In no place is it written that you're not allowed to learn before you daven. Nevertheless, you don't want to do it. Because it came so low. You learn Tayyip for the wrong reasons. For the because of being given honor or to show that the other guy is wrong or simply to falsify the Tayyip. And of course, what happens when he davens? He thinks about Hashem. Which is called when you daven before you learn the Torah down here, which deals with false and lies, should be brought into the Abish and the show, so it should not be learned incorrectly. So there is the Torah before the world, which gives a kayak, and there's the Torah which is a part of the world that we need to work on. So the Rebbe gave the first example of working on learning Torah correctly is davening. Now we get the second example. You want to learn Torah correctly? Ha! Learn chassidus. Since we now know the Torah in this world, because it deals with lies, needs to be changed, needs to be perfected and uplifted. So the first method was through davening, and the second method is through Tate itself. When a person learns the Nishama of Tate, he raises his tide up to Hine. The Tate is coming into a world that's physical and full of lies. It's Begalia the Tate, the revealed Tate, which is called Eitzadas Tevara. The secrets of Tate is called Eitzachai and the Tree of Life. And the Rebbe says that's why you have to learn a lot of Niklin. You have to look, see this. The Gemara calls it If you have a silo full of wheat and you don't put in a preservative, along will come a fungus and it'll completely destroy the entire silo. If you put in a cow, a small measure of chumten, a protective, a protection, so the entire silo pushes away the fungus or the bacteria or whatever it is because of a little commerce, a little quantity, but that quantity is a preservative. See this, you learn less than nigla, but it's the preservation of the nigla. You understand? So there's two ways to affect Tera, Kinyanach, the Tera which has come down to a level of lies. And it could bring a person to learn it incorrectly. He is raised up either through the dominant before the learning or the limit of Pnimiyas HaTera. Next paragraph. Yesh Lohaisif, Benegel, Klaus, and I want to add something else. And here I'm going out on a limb. I, I think this is Peshat, but I don't know it for sure. How did I pre present you this mind? I presented you this mind with three steps, right? Love, work, love, or teda, teda, teda. Huh? The first step is Hashem gives us a kayak, teda before the world, to be able to serve it. The second step is working with the teda, with the other five things within the world, to make them a kayak. And the first step is that Hashem takes them back through love. What is the third step? He takes them back into Atsilis. So the said, I want you to know that when the Abisha takes them back, he doesn't take them back into Atsilus, he takes them back higher than Atsilus. So you have Kenyan, 
You have avoida and you have kiyin. You have love, work, love. Yes, yeah? so you have teira, teira, teira. When the Eibishter takes the teira back, which we perfected through our davening and through our lima, the pnimiyas at teira, he doesn't take it back to atzilus. He takes it higher than atzilus. The afshin is by yellow, even though we discussed earlier in the maim. Shekoy yelali yelalim atzilus. That after the work, the Eibishter acquires it and makes it his in such a way that there's no possibility for shnias. In the world of atzilus, yelal baruch kene, which is the Eibishter making a kinyin in something which really is already here is on a lower level. to be sure, The second Kenyan is not bringing the Tater back to where the Tater was before the Abishta created the world, but bringing it even higher. Like I said in the beginning, the first step is Avazut. The second step is Meshich. And the third step is Avarava. Similarly, there's a Kenyan of Tater before the world, which is Meshich. Then there's the work of Imavada the Tere, which is a part of the world. The second Kenyan is not the same as the first Kenyan. It's higher than the first Kenyan, because you're not taking it back only until Atzilas. You're bringing it back until ain't safe. Okay? The act of acquisition is making it to a shush of singularity. And Yochid Rebbe says, Echad goes on Atzilas, and Yochid goes on higher than Atzilas, and you're bringing it not into the shush Echad, you're bringing it into the shush HaYochid. Last four lines on the page. The Hina Yadua, it's known. She has Gimel Bechinus, Akudim Nukudim. There's three worlds. Akudim Nukudim and Brudim. Brudim, Koyalel Biyash, Eil Mapil. Brudim goes on Briyachir and Asir. Second line from the bottom. Nukudim goes on Atsil, because Nukudim means a single point. And Atsil is the world of unity. Turn to page, Reish Tzadit. Okay? And he explains why Atsil is the world of unity. That even though it's world of unity, of Yevichayay, Yasir, and so on. Four lines into page Reish Tzadik. Or the Ma'ilum is Ewa Akudim. Above Nikudim is Akudim. Tied together that everything is one which goes on higher than Atzil. So in this Ma'ilum, which is not the way it normally is, Brudim means the lower worlds. Nikudim means Atzilus. And Akudim means Ain't Safe. Umizem Muvan. Six lines from the top. This explains. Shamitas and Yenakin. The idea that Hashem makes it His on the truest levels. Is not going up into Atsilos, but when you're Aliyah, there's just a Yachid, Yachid Shalomai Lomiyachad, which means higher than Atsilos. So before the Abish created the world, he made a Kinyan, that's called Atsilos. Then we have to make five Kinyanim to raise up the lower worlds till Atsilos. And when it's all finished, Abish makes Nachamala Kinyan. But the second Kinyan is not bringing it back to Atsilos, it's bringing it even higher than Atsilos. The true idea that the heaven and earth become one Kinyan means Shatiya Aliyah the Tolos Eilus is an ascent of all of the world Shemayim Ba'aras Le'ilak L'Dagi Atzilos but to the Dagi which is Lamad Atzilos so that's the design of this Maimon if I thought it to you correctly there's Ahava Meshiche Ahava there's love work love but the second love is in Abba and the first book is only Zodah and the same is true there's Teira 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 there's the Teira which the Abish gave us a Kayach which is above the world that comes from Chabad to Meich then there's a Teira which is a part of the world that has to be Mavadah and then there's the Tater which raises up the already been beetled. Tater, it's not the same as the first level, it's even higher. Next paragraph. The Tater has to be raised higher than Atilus. The Tater brings several points. It also brings David, Hayekabish, Tater, Shalmai, Ima, Kadish, The way the Abish gave us the Tater, the Tater is Atilus. Period. The Abish gave us the Tater, the Tater is Atilus. The Abish gave a Yidah Koyach to raise up the Torah to a place which is higher than the Torah's own shayish. And the Chazal say, the one who does this is David Amalek. The Gemara says, Neum David ben Yisha. So says David, the son of Yisha. When Neum ha-Geved, who come on? And so says the man who is called Geved. Geved means about Chuba, Gvura, who come on? That stood up all. What does all mean? Oil, a yoke. So there's different Medrashim. One is Oila Shel Torah. David the Melech brought into Torah Kabbalah Seir. And the other is, the less familiar one is Oila Shel Tshuva. David brought into Tshuva the union of Kabbalah Seir and Bit. So the Chazal say that since David the Melech is the Yonim, Bitl and Kabbalah Seir, David raises up the Torah to a Madrega which is above the Torah itself, which is the Madrega of Ein Seir. Okay? Top of page, Reish the Caliph, third line. All the other Kinyanim are the same thing. That what? That before the world there's a Kayach. It's 
called Teirek Kamsomatis, which is called Avazut. From this Kayach, we're able to be mavarid, things that exist in the world with the possibility for Shriyas, and raise them up till Atilas. And then there's again a Kenyan of Kesef, but this is even higher, which brings Ain't Safe into the world. That all five Kenyanim, Adla Beis Amiktat Kenyanachat, including the Beis Amiktosh, which goes on Malchus, that it should not only go back to Atilas, it should go higher than Atilas. Pedic Zayin. That's the meaning of this mission. There are five things Hashem acquired in His world. All things that are a lesson. This lesson is also a lesson. Skip the parentheses. That in order for the five kinyon to enter into Hashem's world, which is either Atzilus. Or even higher than Atzilus, Sarachli is Pula Sakinian. We need to do an act of acquisition. Karnakadish Barachodaf. And the Rebbe says, Shenas is Adi Avetas Bnei Yisrael Dafke. We do the work which allows for him to have a Kinian. Commission is by, as we said before, Shakola, Yon, Mishan Yvel Dekadish Barach, everything they wish to make. And even though it's Beif and Shabbat Alatim, Hashem made them perfect. Nevertheless, Lasa is Latakin, they still need correction. Shetaruch tikkun needs to be corrected. Six lines in the end of the Maimed. Vatikkun tolu vavetas bnei yisrael dafka. The correction happens through us. Shaidei avodasu through our work. Maimed is kolon yonim. Everything is raised up. Lusot yachad to the bin the main of shetah yachad, which goes higher than atzil. So the Eibush gave us a koyach before the world, which is called teira. The Eibush gave us a task in the world, which is called chamisha kinyonim. And the Eibush rewards those chamisha kinyonim with kinyonim that come from himself. And the Rebbe finishes Every Jew is given this power. Like it says in Tanvel Yo Rabbi, every Jew is allowed to say, When is my life going to mirror the life of my ancestors? Of course, they give a Koyach before the Avoida for us to do the Avoida, and then they graduate the Avoida afterwards. Every Jew has the possibility to bring clarity to this piece of the world. Make it the private domain. It's a beautiful moment. It's really a beautiful moment. I hope I taught it correctly. Good Shabbos. Now this was said Shabbos Navarch. One week later, Shavuos. Let me say the moment again. The, the second moment is a little bit shorter, and it's a little bit different. But it's, okay, good Shabbos.